Hey, spooky listeners, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Luna's podcast, and I am your host, psychic medium, paranormal investigator, Luna. So sit back, grab your blanket, and let's get strange and unusual. Hey, spooky listeners, and welcome back to the third episode of Spooky Luna's podcast. Hopefully you guys have your blanket because I have mine. Um, so yeah, I just want to say thank you all so much for listening to the last episode about doppelgangers that went crazy. Like I didn't realize you guys would like that episode so much. So it leads me to believe I am headed in the right direction with the paranormal. So I went on TikTok and I asked a lot of you like, Hey, what's some paranormal stuff that, uh, that just doesn't get talked about enough that you guys want to see and hear about and information and stories Um, and one of which I did pick out and it was the glitch in the matrix. And if you guys are like, huh, well, it's happened to all of us, but just stay tuned because we're going to talk more about that. When I heard that, I was like, oh my God, I have to pick that one because no one ever talks about the glitch in the matrix. So I just have to say Jill underscore G underscore mom from TikTok. Thank you so much for giving me that idea. I dedicate this whole episode to you girl. So thank you so much. Um, yeah. So if you guys don't follow her, I'm just giving her a shout out. Just please go follow her. She's one of my fans, one of my supporters, and I greatly appreciate it. So on to the glitch in the matrix. Now a glitch in the matrix. Hmm. I I don't think it's really considered paranormal, but in my mind it is. And basically glitches in the matrix are essentially anomalous events, which seem to breach the basic rules of normal reality. For example, the spontaneous disappearance of objects and people or physical impossibilities, such as a person walking through solid matter. Yeah. Yeah. That, happens and it happened to me too like uh i will explain my glitch in the matrix in a minute after we go over exactly what it is so the description this phenomenon is a very broad and and can manifest in many different ways but it mainly manifests as objects that suddenly appear or disappear as if it spawned or despawned in a video game this includes cars completely appearing nowhere into traffic intersections or people disappearing from a video out of nowhere Certain locations are associated with a high frequency of glitch-like phenomenon, kind of like bottomless pits, for example, are said to have holes in the earth which do not obey the laws of surrounding reality. At the famous Mel's Hole, which I've never heard of that before, for instance, objects were said to fall slower than normal gravity as they entered the desert pit and dead animals thrown in were returned mysteriously to life. Is that like the fountain of youth or a fountain of eternal life? Because I'll yeet myself in. <laughs> yeet. Um, yeah, no, that's not for my generation. I'm pretending to sound cool, but I'm really not. Um, in addition, glitches in reality have been proposed as general explanations for paranormal phenomenon. Okay, so there we are. It is considered paranormal. Okay, good. Fred Beck, one of the miners who fought off an attack by a group of Bigfoot in the Ape Canyon incident in 1924, held fast to the view that the creatures he saw were not flesh and blood, but 
immaterial beings, which had briefly manifested into the material world of human perceptions. He categorized them as as interdimensional beings or unconscious manifestations such as in creation to a tulpa or thought form. Oh, Bigfoot. We're not going to get into Bigfoot, but we might in an episode. Um, So the history, the idea and reality as perceived by the senses is not real, Um, is at least as old as Plato's idea of realm of forms articulated by the famous allegory of the cave. In Western um, Noctisms, the God of the Bible, I hope I said that right, is really the, I can't pronounce a lot of these words because they're really not English, Um, Demiurge, who rules only over the enclosed universe containing the earth, while a more substantial realm beyond is the true world, the Lamora unattainable to human perception except through the demiurge. I hope you followed that. Um, the Mayana Buddhist thought perceived normal reality is only passing the uh, Ill, illusory, illusory, illusory. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. And the point of life is to escape the constant suffering of life and rebirth of transcending to the unknowable state of nirvana through becoming a bodhisattva and eventually a Buddha. Listen, guys, these are some crazy words because this gets into some weird science stuff. And I mean, I would like to say my English is really good. And I'd like to say that, you know, I really did ace English class and reading because I'd like to say that I do know quite a repertoire of massive words but this I've never heard of so if I'm mispronouncing it correctly don't come for me because I am not a scientist nor do I know what any of those words mean okay in the early 20th century the mechanistic object view of reality which had guided the enlightenment and early modernity period was challenged by early discoveries in quantum physics and the groundbreaking discoveries of Einstein, who realized that even something as seemingly steadfast as time itself was a relative value. Sigmund uh, Freud's discovery that much of the minds possesses occurred unconsciously without conscious acknowledgement shook the percepts of human cognition further. Freud's student Carl was one of the most important voices in arguing that the material world has both directly and indirectly resulted of conscious contents manifesting themselves into materiality. Um, For Carl, the universe was more plastic than it appeared and was consistently in the process of creation through imagination. Carl categorized UFOs and religious visions as moments in reality gave way to a powerful mythological world normally beyond human perception. Carl's view differs from the um, compute idea of reality or glitches by holding that the fabric of reality is governed not only by rational physics of law but also symbolic mythological laws resembling metaphor and mytholo- mythology 
For example, Carl was the one Carl was one day surprised to find a rare gold scarab beetle tapping at its window at the exact moment a patient described having a dream of such a beetle. Carl themed such breaches of normal reality synchronicities and believed they should be studied and regarded as meaningful. Today, the theory of computer simulation has updated these ideas in a technological way, arguing along the lines of the well-known brain in a vat (sighs) hypotheses that the universe in which humans reside may only be a simulation by the inhabitants of the external pre-existing universe. I believe that, by the way, just so you know. The celebrity car manufacturer Elon Musk has done much of the popularized has done much to popularize this idea despite the endorsement of celebrity investors and popular science podcasts. However, the idea has little grounding in mainstream science as often falls back as baseless assumptions about the nature of advanced computing and the nature of uh, hypothetical extra-dimensional beings creating the simulation, often extrapolating from known values of this reality, such as energy and rendering constraints, the real-world computers being used to explain the replication of similar patterns in nature, such as fractals, and the occurrence of glitches. However, there is no reason to think that these would be the issues for a sufficiently advanced extra-dimensional computer, nor um, that is simulated universe would necessarily resemble in the structure of real universe containing it. Rather, the computer simulation theory is an updated secular technological model of old religious mythical ideas. Guys, I'm telling you this whole glitch in the matrix things because it gets into science and and all this crazy stuff. I I hope you're following. I really do. And I'm trying my hardest to pronounce some of these crazy words I've never heard before. But I mean, basically what they're saying is, is like, if you guys have ever seen the matrix, like, where Neo, Keanu Reeves, actually wakes up in the Matrix, but the whole entire time he was living in the simulation. I feel that that's like what's really happening to us because how do we explain some of the stuff that we see? I'm telling you, I believe in that. may make me sound crazy, but that's fine because that's what I believe. Um, Okay, so here we go. They talk about the Matrix. Um, Let's see. Um, Bardurl's work was the basis for the film The Matrix, but he disowned it, saying it misrepresented his ideas. This is because in the film of um, of the world of the Matrix, the simulation and the world of the real are clearly separated. The Matrix is clearly a false world, a computer program, which is secondary to the first world of the material, which the machines are stored. Far more sinister uh, visions, there is no uh, recourse to any reality because instead of the false reality being implemented into the real one, It is reality itself which has changed or being replaced without any possibility of retrieval by a hyper-reality or total data indistinguishable from the fabric of real life and in fact direct in control of it. While in the Matrix, characters can leave and manipulate the code of the program. In hyper-reality, the code is as real as permanent in its effects as gravity and is not organized or controlled by any identifiable force who could be opposed. It is simply replaced by the fabric of itself. I'm sorry, we've got construction workers outside and I don't really have a super fancy studio. So I apologize if you hear crazy stuff in the background. Um, So to conclude all of this, in the 1990s, the CCRU at Warwick University, headed uh, by an 
eccentric, now irrevocably dissolved team of the respected historian Sadie Plant. The late Mark Fisher and pre-madness Nick Land published writing which took seriously the idea that the world was being operated by a sentient AI um, amalgamation of Earth capital which uh, had exhausted its resources in the far future and has now evolved further to harvesting the um, negentropy of life in the past through time travel. This theory explains glitches as being caused by the churning wheel of, I don't know how to say this, but I think it's Ouroboros entropy fertility, creating its own death and living in its living in peacefully before more death rouses it back to life. Okay. Um, half of what I just read, I kind of got half of it. I didn't. And I'm sorry if my listeners are like, oh my God, this is, this is the worst. Cause I can't follow this. It is a lot, but Google it and look it up because you guys will be able to pick and choose here and there. And I do, I am sorry for trying to pronounce these words and my sentence is not flowing, but you know, this is, we're getting into some weird stuff here. Like we're talking about paranormal stuff that people don't typically talk about. So this, I'm literally learning all this stuff with you guys. So I'm going to get into stories of glitches in the matrix or glitches in reality is what they call it. That's the actual term for it. Um, so I obviously live in a new complex, as you guys can hear the construction workers outside. And they had one of the main roads blocked off with a gate. So the only way to get into my new apartments was to go around the whole block. Well, I was driving home one day, I think from the grocery store or something, and I see a car turn right into that road that was blocked off. And I said, oh, yay, finally they have it open, so now I don't have to go around anymore. I drive past it and go to get in the turn lane and look, and the chain lane fence is still there. And I'm like, I could have just fucking swore I saw that damn car turn in there. It was a silver Honda Civic. I saw it. And I literally backed up and looked at the street down. It wasn't that one. Like, I, like, I know what I saw, right? And that, I'm sure I've had plenty other glitches in the Matrix, but that was the one that just recently happened to me. And I'm telling you, I was like, listen, simulation, get your shit together, because I'm starting to notice stuff isn't right, right? So, yeah, I know that we've all experienced glitches in the Matrix, like, we all had to have, right? So I'm going to go over some stories that I have looked up of glitches in the matrix. Some of them are really short. Some of them are kind of long. This one's called a vivid image. Years ago, I was, I was talking to a colleague. He was a nice guy, but too young for me and not my type. In an event, he was leaving to move abroad. Uh, the following months, I was divorced and 40 years old. Whilst we were talking, I got what I can only describe as a vivid image in my mind. It was of myself and this colleague. We were married with two children and living in a very hot place. Fast forward five years and all this came true. He stayed in England. A few months later, we dated. Then we got married, had two children, and he, he was in a, um, I was in my mid-40s. Then out of the blue, I was offered a job in the Middle East, and we all moved there. I know it's a coincidence, but it's really strange. I don't think I would consider that a glitch in the Matrix, to be honest. I would just consider that you being a psychic <laughs> welcome to my world dear um it's dead spiders i was this is what it's called dead spiders i was once in my um i was i was once on my own in my family home family were all on holiday and only i had keys some of these people don't know how to write very well so excuse me i was making jam 
I came to put it in jars and couldn't find half the lid. So I left the idolless, the lidless jars in the pantry and went to bed, got up in the morning and all the lidless jars now had the lid screwed on tight and every jar was a dead spider and every jar was a dead spider. Now I feel like, do you have a brother? Do you have a sister that did that? See, cause I'm a paranormal investigator. So I'm always trying to debunk everything. I mean, that could possibly be real, but like, where would a brother or sister get that many dead spiders? I'm just, I, I don't know if you can like hit up Google and be like, I need dead spiders. I don't know. But that, I don't know. I feel like we could, could kind of debunk that one, but then the whole spider thing, I'm like, mm, maybe we can't. This one's called shattered in midair. Uh, as a teenager, there were several of us having a seance. Someone asked if there was a God. The wine glass shot off the table, shattered in midair, and the pieces fell on the floor. Still remember to this day. See, that's not really a glitch in the matrix. So I feel like some of these are glitch in the matrix ones, and some of them are not. I feel like that's just paranormal, and I feel like Tim, who died in the house before, decided to have fun with you and just mess with you, because that's probably what I would do if I was a ghost hanging around. This one's called Identical Milks. Um, I was making myself a cup of tea, then put the milk back in the fridge after using it. The doorbell rang, so I answered it. And when I came back to get my cup of tea, the milk was beside my cup. Thought it was weird, but maybe I'd got distracted by the door and put it down instead of putting it away. Took it to my fridge, opened the door, and there was milk. I had two identical milks. We had definitely only bought one carton, so I had no idea what happened. See, that's a glitch in the matrix. I'm telling you. Like, simulation get it together dude because i i i know you know we can hear you this one's called my 53rd birthday my godfather died about 30 years ago oh my god that started out really grim um my godfather died about 30 years ago on his 53rd birthday i missed seeing him by a matter of hours i traveled up to london with a birthday card for him and reached the hospital only to be told he'd been gone just after Christmas, I decided to make yet another attempt to sort out the loft, found an old bag with a card in it with my grandfather's name and my handwriting on it. And it was a card I, I brought with me for the, for him on that day. I traveled up to see him. Um, it just felt particularly odd that I, that I should find it on my own 53rd birthday, but he never got the card. That's crazy. Okay. Okay. This one's called in the middle of my bed. I went to an event with my very first digital camera. This was back in the nineties when there were, when they were quite, when they were quite the new thing. Um, I took lots of photos in the morning and then at around lunchtime, I realized that I'd lost the camera. I was gutted, retraced my steps um, asked at every stall I stopped at whether it had been handed in and there was no trace of it. The end of the day, we went back and back to the locked hotel room, quite some distance from the event. The camera was sitting right in the middle of the bed with all my photos from the morning on it. Think glitch in the matrix, glitch in the matrix. That's yep. Uh, this one's called the wedding ring. My husband came home from work upset because he had lost his wedding ring. He never takes it off except to shower, so he figured it must have slipped off somehow. He was frantically looking for it, and we turned the house upside down. We even went back to his work to search the car park, but with no luck. 
Later that day, I was in the kitchen alone, and when I heard a sound of something shifting on the floor, I turned around, and right there on the floor, a couple feet away, was a wedding ring. It was as if it just appeared out of thin air. Glitch in the Matrix, or Tim, who died in that house before is messing with you. Time warp. That's what this one's called. I undertook the same journey frequently. 45 minutes door to door, a rulish route, only one way to go. Except once it took me 30 minutes, which is physically impossible. I checked my phone, text, text message half an hour earlier to a friend saying leaving. Checked time on my phone against the watch and radio. It's not physically possible for me to have done that in the time. Still mystified. Okay. If that had happened to me, I would shit myself. That would freak me out so bad. Like I would literally be in an insane asylum because I would be knocking on the doors like you need to give me some medication because that is absolutely freaking crazy. That is so crazy. And then I would look up at the at the simulation and I would be like, please let this journey every day only be 30 minutes since I know you're capable of doing that. Right. That would scare the ever living crap Ola out of me. Um, the next one's called the autographed picture. Years ago, I had uh, signed photos of Andy Peters and Ed the Duck, the British kids TV presenters. That's probably why I don't know who they are. It was when I was a young child, I left it at my mom's house in the loft with childhood stuff when I went to uni. My mom then left that house and moved with my stepdad at his house. I never had a room there and all the boxes of my childhood stuff were never unpacked. In the meantime, I lived in a separate and in, in the meantime, I lived in four separate towns before my current town. I haven't been back much to the house since she died nine years ago. A family member still lives there, so I haven't cleared the loft yet. Two years ago in a laundry bag brought um, about three years ago to my current town, which has never been anywhere but my current house. I found a signed picture at the bottom of it one day. I have racked my brain um, on how it could have got there. It is definitely mine. I have had fairly unusual names and it has the same folded corner. There is literally no way it could have got there. I have no childhood books it could have been in or fallen out of. I haven't got anything out of my loft ever. I actually accused my sister of playing a joke and we both ended up in tears. I found it so scary and it was totally imp an impossible thing. See, that that's crazy. I that is absolutely crazy. I would literally be like begging my sister, please tell me you messed with me on this one. Please, please, please. Like that's so unnerving. Um this one's called the missing remote. So I feel like everybody kind of <laughs> has been through this. We lost the remote control for the TV, searched and searched for it, had to give up and order a replacement. The delivery man knocked on the door. I went and got the parcel, which had a new remote in it. Went back to the living room. Origi uh, original remote control was on the floor in the middle of the room. I had just left the room. I wasn't there. It wasn't there when I left. I cannot explain it. Made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Nope, <laughs> mm -mm. mm -mm -mm -mm. nope, 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 nope. Nope. See, that's very disturbing. Um, yeah, so this is just the short version of what the glitch in the matrix is. I really couldn't find too much more information on it, really scientific facts that it, it does exist or it, it is real. But I'm going to tell you guys, it is real. 
we are living in a simulation. And this isn't coming from psychic medium me. This is coming from me who just knows that time doesn't exist, guys. Time only exists because we make it exist. You know, we only have jobs and things because we're told to have these things. Like, we don't need to live the way that we do. And I feel like the simulation is just, we're stuck here. We're just stuck here in this crazy loop of craziness. And every once in a while, the simulation has a glitch or a virus and they've got to do an update on it. And that's when we end up seeing cars drive into chain link fences that never existed, remotes ending up in the middle of the ground. It's just, it is so crazy to me. So yes, I do believe in the glitch in the matrix. I think it's happened to all of us and there's just no way we can deny the crazy things that have happened. Um, I mean, I'm glad it's considered paranormal because I don't know what else it would be. Um, but I would be interested to see what you guys think. Um, yeah, head on over, message me, let me know what you guys think. Um, yeah, so that will conclude this week's episode of Glitch in the Matrix. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will be picking next week's um, theme for the episode off of my TikTok video. So if you want me to try to pick one, um, please head over to my TikTok video um, about my podcast. You'll see it right there. Um, I've labeled it uh, Need Your Guys' Help. And I will go ahead and pick the theme. I am very excited to talk about these as a paranormal investigator. I only seem to ever really talk about spirits and ghosts and, you know, typical things like psychic medium stuff. But I really like to dig deep into these. And I would have to say that I've actually learned a lot about Glitch in the Matrix today and reading the history on it and how there are some people that, that say it exists. There's scientific proof that it does. And then there's other people that say no. But, you know, it's always going to be that way. But anyway, for me, I know it exists. I believe it. And um, yeah, so I will check my comments for the next week's theme of the video. And I am so excited. And I just want to th say thank you guys so much. Um, and until next week, I hope you guys stay healthy, go up and give somebody a hug and tell them how much you love them. And I will talk to you guys next week. Take care. Don't be sad, spooky listener. Head on over to lunaparanormal.com. That's L-U-N-A paranormal.com, where you can get your spooky fix of Luna 24-7. And until next time, I hope you guys stay strange and unusual.